Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You're listening to the world's smartest podcast network. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 237. My name's Turner Sparks. And I'm Mike Kaplan. You can find me at turnersparks.com. You can find me next weekend in Detroit, Michigan, doing two live shows, July 9th and 10th. Get tickets at turnersparks.com. Still a couple left. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America on all social media platforms. Kaplan, today we have, we're talking about the Japanese Olympics. We're for once, we're not talking about like a dictator being overthrown. We're taking a break from the coups and the elections of the world. We've got so just, listener fatigue. We realize it's set in. Well, you can't have a, too many coups or, or it's like, you know, you have to balance. Coup, exactly. coup election. So we're talking Olympics. about the, uh, <laughs> the cluster F that is the Japanese Olympics. Uh, Saku, uh, uh, Japanese comedian Saku Yanagawa is joining us today. He'll be with us in just a minute to talk about that, Kaplan. Uh, but before we get to that, I just thought, okay, so next weekend, July 9th and 10th, I will be Detroit, Michigan. Get tickets now, everybody. And then July 31st, myself, Sir mm-hmm. Michael Ira Kaplan, Dr. Andrea Jones Roy, uh, and Dr. Professor Andrew Heaton will <laughs> be at Stand Up New York Comedy Club in New York City, July 31st, Saturday night show, 6 p.m., because we know we have an elderly audience. So you can go to bed early. You could yeah. we'll be done by 8 p.m. A lot of boomers. Lo- the boomers love us. You can still they, make your dinner reservation. 
make your show. Come see us. We're doing a live version of our roundtable show that we put out uh, every month or two over here. And we're doing, but but we're all four of us are doing stand-up comedy. I do stand-up comedy every night. Kaplan does it once every 18 months. We're all doing it no matter what. I'm glad you bring that up because I had a nightmare the other night. I had, I woke up in a cold sweat because I had a dream that we were doing the live show. I was standing backstage and you were like, you said to me, you're like, so how's your stand-up going to look? What do you got? You, you, can you do a type something? And I said, oh, shit, I'm doing stand-up. Did I really promise that? You forgot so I was like, about it. I look forgot I was doing stand-up. So I was like running. I was like, let me go next. Let me go next. And I was like trying to go through my phone for th- like bits I had. <laughs> Just random so, ideas. Random ideas. I was going to I was gonna make it. Try, I was like, I'll make a prop. I had a whole. I was a real. I woke up in a real a prop. Pit, so I'm gonna. I was gonna. I was trying to figure out what I could use in the building to like save myself. Go like find a plunger. In. I had an idea for a bit we could do instead. I'm like, why well, don't instead? So no, that's not gonna happen. I'm gonna do stand up. I'm gonna write stuff down ahead of time. Well, you can every time you do it, you do great. Thank you. Thank you. Every I, time being twice. Yeah, two times. So now yeah. third times where where they get you, I think. So. I will say it was a little long winded one of those times though, because you didn't know where the well, light was. But also I someone wouldn't... didn't show up, right? Someone did show up. I saved the whole show because That's I don't true. know what happens if no <laughs> See me, I mean this is supply and demand. I'm not really the big draw here because I do comedy every single night. You, <laughs> exactly. you it's a I'm the Bitcoin. Pe- I'm the if Ethereum. People here. Miss you here, they have to wait eighteen more months. They might be dead by then. We don't know what virus is around the corner. That's a that's how we should sell this. That before the next pandemic, you got to see my stand up once. <laughs> At least see it once before you're dead. Yeah, Kaplan. Exactly. Now let's. Uh, oh, and also Patreon.com. If you want to support this podcast, which we know you do, we need you. We got 52 people now. We love Sugar Brady. We love Dennis Owens. We love Drew Frey. Like we love all these people. Uh, but we can't survive on them alone. So join the club. Join the crew. Enough. Yeah. Join the party. And uh, maybe what we'll do is we'll, how about this? What if we record the audio, the, 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 the standup? Cause, cause the, the standup from the live show, we're not putting out as lost in America. As no, a this uh, mine has to be valuable. If we release that. There goes supply but and demand. What if we release it <laughs> only to the pot, to the Patreon subscribers? Yeah, let's do it to the Patreons. I like that idea. So if you can't make New York City and you want to hear Kaplan do standup, you want to hear my new material, you want to hear Dr. Andrea Jones, Roy, Professor Heaton, you got to go to patreon.com slash lost in America. And for five bucks a month, you get that. And for 10 bucks, you get t-shirts for 20 bucks. You get your own advertisement on this show. Dennis Owens, our $20, one of our $20 a month subscribers has already given me a preview of his next ad. I'm very oh, excited I'm about it. He's laid out the next two months, his July ad. and his <laughs> He's, planning August it. Ad. He's storyboarding it. <laughs> he is. I'll tell you his August ad has to do with the NFL, the getting ready for the, it basically it's just us talking about things that he likes. So, okay. I could do that. I mean, and we're doing great. I mean, first of all, I'm in Rockport, Massachusetts right now. The YouTube people see a different background. I got a lot of takes from this vacation that I'm going to be giving to the Patreon listeners about I'm in the world's fattest beach. There's a preview. And you last week, you were, you were, you got lost. It was an old school lost in America. You got, I got lost, lost in, in super Hasidic. Jewish. Yeah. Super Jewish <laughs> Brooklyn. You were surrounded by the Hasids. You need to call me to, to ask you all the customs. I had to explain them to you. It, I was, got, it was a great one. I didn't one. know how to do it. Kaplan. I was, it was like walking into a different country. These people <laughs> different times in different there years. Were hats, were there were beards. <laughs> there was languages. I didn't understand signs. Letters. I couldn't read. And I went, where am I? And Kaplan said, <laughs> you're still in Brooklyn. Settle down. <laughs> and then we went, we took a half an hour. We went through it. Many people are saying it's our best episode we've ever done. Uh, so that's Many exciting. People. Now let's get to today's episode. Yes. Kaplan. 
Um, the Olympics are happening in Beijing. Here's what I, I mean, sorry, not Beijing. Excuse Beijing. me. Whoa. Oh boy. <laughs> I've already canceled in Japan. It to, the, 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 the Japanese Olympics are happening, I believe all over the country, right? Tokyo, but some, some events are all over the place as far as I understand. And now the question, is this the time to do it? Let me just read you some statistics. 10% of the country has been vaccinated. That means 90% have not been vaccinated. I can't believe that stat, by the way. It's Japan. We look up to Japan like you, that they get everything done better than us. They seem 10%. better than us at most things. I, their more cars are way better than ours. They're more cars and video games. Yeah. So uh, TVs, I don't know. And their suits. They wear good suits. suits. <laughs> Business suits. Yeah. So 90% unvaccinated. The country has been locked off for a year to anyone from around the world. And now they're going to open it. They're opening the floodgates all at one time. So people from 200 countries are flooding into Japan. Tens of thousands of people from around the world. It seems like not the best idea to be holding these. What do you think, Kaplan? I mean, first off, no self-respecting uh, citizen of a, of a top country, which I consider Japan to be a top country, wants the Olympics in their country. Normal times. You know, you don't want it. It's bad for traffic. It's bad for. Well, I forgot an extra stat that you bring yeah. me to that. So they did a poll recently. 80% of Japanese people do not want the Olympics that's what to be. I, that's what I was going to get. I would guess it was 75% before coronavirus in the next five. Nobody <laughs> ever in New York City. They were. I actually have an apartment because they were designated a spot of land where they were going to build an Olympic village if New York got the Olympics. And then everybody was so angry that we didn't get it. Luckily, it's I have an apartment. Nobody wants it. I'm sure I was going to guess that. And Can I, coronavirus. Definitely not. I'm going to a hard disagree with you there. You want the Olympics in your in New York? <laughs> I'm not saying New York. You have a very, this is a very American centric take you have right now. I lived in China when they got the Beijing Olympics and you couldn't find a single person that was not excited about this. Yeah, well, when you're in the, uh, the United States, a country that gets the Olympics every six years, of course you don't want it, but a lot of countries do want it. I'm going to say Japan this 80% in America. I'm going to say this 80% is mostly a coronavirus thing. That's where I stand. You don't, you stand on the All other right, side. We'll, That's we'll ask fine. our guest. We'll disagree on that. Yeah. Um, two Ugandan athletes have already tested positive in Japan for coronavirus. Mm. So that's, that's a, a bad sign. And, uh, and, and on top of that, it doesn't seem fun. They have all these new rules that the people can't have sex with each other. I um, mean, that, the whole uh, point of the Olympics is to go over there and have sex with a, like a, with an exotic sport. Like you're a basketball player, you find a fencer. Yeah, you go you find a, a baby or who something. can do it all. You do the whole thing, a fencer <laughs> and a and a shot put guy. I mean, how do you think they got the dream team together? How do you convince them to go to Barcelona? For, <laughs> of, you know? of course. You think magic's going over there? Without that, I don't think so. We know his record. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so let's bring uh, our guest. Fantastic. This man is. This is amazing stat. He was uh, picked as the Japanese comedian of the year in 2017 and 2018. And then he and said, then he, you know what? Uh, enough. I'm moving. Or I don't know. He moved to America, I guess, five years ago. So well, I don't you know quit on top. Are. You don't you, you don't want to. It's hard to win three P. It's hard to three P. We learned that. Speak, so that's you, when you, you go move. pro. You that's leave. When you go pro. <laughs> yeah. It's after two back to backs. Saku Yanagawa. Welcome to the show. How are you doing, man? Thank you very much for having me. I'm I'm so good. Yeah, I, I listen to <laughs> your, your stories really carefully, and they're all good. <laughs> Did we do it right? We say it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So what's going on? Do you? Because I know you've been in the U.S. for the past mm -hmm. uh, couple of years. Have you been able to go home during the pandemic? Well, actually, I published a book uh, this year. Then I went back to Japan in March to promote my book. 
So, yeah, I was there for months. For four months. Okay. And mm-hmm. how was it difficult to get into Japan? Well, as a Japanese, you know, as long as I do quarantine for two weeks, you know, okay. it's really easy for me to go back. Because you're a citizen. In. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, not yeah. as easy as getting into America. There's no quarantine when you get here. Right? I mean, I I should have done. Oh, so. self court. Yeah, you should. You're supposed to by law. Self quarantine. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, but it was voluntary. They weren't sticking you in a hotel. In mm-hmm. Japan, did they? Did you stay in a hotel? Well, actually, we should do it, but uh, no one checks. Oh. You know, if we are in the hotel or like a, you know, with in, in my house, so. Okay. I nope. think some people go around and uh, go to the bar or something like that. Some I had pol- Taiwan is really strict compared to Japan. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of Asian countries you have to stay and Australia I know you have to stay in a hotel that the government mm-hmm. picks for you. Actually, uh I think Canada they come and check as well. A lot of countries make you check. America doesn't really it's all an honor <laughs> system. It's like if you want to you can, no one's going to check on you. They call you on the phone in America. So what did people, oh, they call you. So they ask did, you where you are. So when you were there, what uh-huh. did were people ex, are people excited for the Olympics? Are they scared of the Olympics? What does it seem like? Well, honestly, most of my friends didn't want to hold the Olympic Games this year and uh, you know, and uh, I think most of people didn't want to do that. Okay, why? Is it mm-hmm. Why is not? Why, yeah. why, why don't they actually, as, yeah, as you said, less than 10% of Japanese people get vaccinated, right? It's a, a worst in the G- G7 country. Also, like uh, nowadays, the COVID case has risen. And uh, yeah, it's also like a state of emergency right now. Yeah. <laughs> so why should we do that? <laughs> also, True. like almost. Yeah, sure. That's logical. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. But these Olympics were supposed to be last year, right? And then. Exactly. They, yeah. <laughs> so they they made a decision we're going to still have it, but they didn't get people vaccinated in that year that it's <laughs> it coming up. Yeah, yeah. Let's, but let's, we have been spending a lot of money uh, for eighty years since you know Tokyo has been selected to the next Olympic place. Yeah. Yeah. So it costs. Been, uh, I whoa. What do we have? You got a, a warning. In New York, I'm not emergency happening in New York City right now. Oh, see, I'm not in New York. I'm not getting the emergency. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Holy cow! Can is I Olympic a lot? Oh my! Gosh. It's like there's an automatic thing. You can't turn. Yeah, turn your phone off. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's a. I don't know. They, someone else can figure out the emergency. So <laughs> we'll in, see Fireman pulling Turner out of his studio momentarily. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> what about? I guess let's start with the vaccines. So 10% of the country being vaccinated is surprising to Americans mm-hmm. because we always Me think too. that Japanese are very careful. They're uh, mm-hmm. right. Kind of do stuff ahead of what we do. As we were saying, why are people not getting vaccinated? Well, um, I've been thinking why too, but uh, I think, you know, even before COVID Japanese people are, don't tend to get vaccinated for any kinds of you know disease. Oh. Only a few people get vaccinated for flu too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, okay. So, so one hand just, is people just aren't people don't get vaccinated. But what about? I mean, the coronavirus. This is more of an immediate issue that's affecting everyone in the yeah. whole world. I would think that people would take it more seriously, right? Yeah, I guess also like a you know. It, Corona started in Japan earlier than America, right? Like uh, almost like a February in 2020. 
So we have been fighting against coronavirus longer than America does. But uh, I don't know. I don't even know why. But uh, <laughs> what about like your family? Has your family and friends been vaccinated? Yeah, my family got vaccinated just first dose because they're old. Yeah. But uh, only, for example, over 70 can get vaccinated in some cities. Also, like in America, all we got to do is to go to the Walgreens and, uh, you know. Yes. So it's easy to get, get it's, it's hard easy. to get vaccinated still in Japan, even if you want to. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. But in I, Japan, it's just like, a, you know, vote, you know, voting for the Trump or Biden. You know, we got to get a letter and we bring it to the, you know, oh, the so city hall or something like that. It's hard to get oh, vaccinated. Well, it's kind of so, like yeah, how it was so to get vaccinated for us. That's how I got in vaccinated. Like, in like, like January, February, yeah. March. Yeah, as you mm, had to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So... On one hand, yeah. it's difficult. Um, yeah, and what about the trust? Like, what, what I read in Japanese culture, we trust doctors and nurses, but don't necessarily trust the guy at Walgreens <laughs> to, to give you a vaccine. Does that have to do with it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we trust doctors so much, but uh, I don't know, like a drugstore stuff. Yeah. I mean, we so. had in New York City, our mayoral candidate was Andrew Yang. He wanted Mr. Softy drivers to give yeah, people and, the vaccine. Yeah. And they let yeah, vets yeah. give it to you. You can get it from your vet, I think. And Yeah, yeah your veterinarian. <laughs> if they can give it to dogs, they can give it to you. So and America, yeah. we're, on one hand, we're very loosey-goosey. I mean, obviously, yeah. there's some people who are never going to get it, no matter who gives it to them. We'll take a needle from anybody. We've proven that in America. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Under the bridge, wherever. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. we'll take it. <laughs> As long as you give me a lollipop. And what about, I read that the, it's Pfizer's, um, the, what Pfizer has to do with Japan is give them the vaccine by the end of 2021. Yeah. So they're giving it to all these other countries first. And they're like, yeah, we'll get to Japan eventually. Cause like in America, they had to get it to us by like, whatever the, the yeah. beginning of 2021. Exactly. So has that yeah. been, is it hard to get vaccinated? Actually, yeah, especially our younger generation like us. So even if we want to get vaccinated, it's really hard for us to find a place and find the chance to get vaccinated. So that's why uh, some people are really afraid, but some people don't care anymore. And they go to the bar and uh, you know they enjoy nightlife, even though the government said no. So oh, so yeah, what's open? Are bars open? Yeah, actually, you know, uh, it's prohibited to sub the alcohol uh, after 10, uh, 7 p.m. in Japan. That, that's kind of crazy for me. That's, <laughs> when happy, COVID, that's when COVID comes, after happy 7. Happy hour is still okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, there are a lot of bars uh, when I went back to Japan in March opened. Then, uh, like illegally? Then, and the, it looked the other, people looked I the mean, other way? Because actually, that's the point. The government cannot order bars shut down. It's just like an advisory. Really? Oh, it's in it. Yeah. So because of constitution, we, we can't do that. So wow. that's why government kept uh, <laughs> begging to any single bar owners. Like, yeah, please shut down for the country or nation. Yeah. I mean, that's a great so constitution that, that somewhere like number five. <laughs> we yeah. no, we can't order Dale bars make- to be shut down. <laughs> The Fifth Amendment of Japan is thou shalt not make no law. Yeah. Bridging the right to serve alcohol after seven. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then what about, can you, because I, you know, in some countries they lock, they kind of lock people in their homes at the height of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I know that in 2020, Japan did pretty well 
with containing the vaccine, yeah, like the virus. So. I, and then 2021, yeah. not so well. Yeah. So when I was in America 2020, I thought, wow, Japan was a better country to go yeah. to be. Because there were some shows, you know, then I could get a stage time probably when I was there. But 2021, I don't know why, but I mean, people kind of gave up staying staying home and then they, they kind of ignored the advisory from the government. In Japan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after, if you're home for a year, I like also this idea that uh, Japan had it first in February and we didn't have it yet. We had it. We just didn't, we just didn't admit know. we had it. Yeah, we didn't know we had it. Well, We've, but- we have friends who've got it in February of 2020. Mm. In but Japan had done a thing. I had been reading how they had like the three C's where there was like, they were just telling people to avoid closed spaces, crowded spaces and close contact. But yeah, they weren't closing things officially and people, I guess, just listened for a while. But I, I guess over time they just stopped. They're like, we got to go out. We got to have a life. Yeah. Kind of like here. Also, like in America, people can do work from home, something like that, right? But uh, yeah. in Japan, because of, I don't know, like, People believe that Japan has a good technology, like, you know, good internet service or something. But the thing is, most of the workers, like businessmen, tried how to do commute in a packed train still. They couldn't be, you know, home. So Well, Japanese uh, businessmen is like known yeah. around the world. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> Japanese businessmen do not want to be home with the, the no. wife and kids. <laughs> it's not a Japanese yeah. businessman way to It's live. like what we know about Japanese businessmen. They wear a suit. They work from like 6 a.m. until midnight and then, and then they, they drink the from club. midnight until 6 a.m. <laughs> and then they just yeah. go straight back to work. Yeah, that's reading, not the best. Yeah. When I was touring in Japan five or six years ago, I remember reading the newspaper one day uh, and it said like this is this revelation that Japan government is pushing this idea to take a drinking holiday for businessmen. And the drinking holiday, the whole idea was literally this. It was one day not drinking a week. And it was oh, like, yeah, just yeah, don't yeah. drink on Wednesdays. And they, they had all these doctors <laughs> saying that like, there's, their life expectancy would increase by like eight years if they all just took Wednesday off drinking. Yeah, we call it kidney day off. <laughs> <laughs> did, did it pick up any steam or no? <laughs> did it work? No. Did people do it? I mean, some people do it, but uh, you know, I, if my in my case, I can't. I have to keep drinking. You have to every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's how your America. murder runs, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not. It's, it's not, not natural. Ego. So I could see that stay-at-home order is not <laughs> not working well <laughs> with the Japanese businessman. Yeah, yeah. they want. I, I didn't think about that. Okay, so now the Olympics are happening. Um, and as you said, I think we said it was $15 billion the Japanese government invested into the yes. Olympics. And $3 yes. billion of that has been in the past year. So really, it was supposed mm. to be $12 billion. And then because they had to delay it by a year. It and then <laughs> it's been extra $3 billion. I don't know what you're doing in the, three, yeah. in the year that costs $3 billion. But what about this idea? I also read that a big reason why they don't want to cancel it is because the next Olympics, 2022 only a year from now, the Winter Olympics, is happening in China. Mm, and that would look bad. they don't want China, the government of Japan doesn't want China to be the first Olympics after the pandemic. Oh. <laughs> Have you heard well, of that? <laughs> yeah, I've heard of that, but uh, I don't think 
it's true. I mean, yeah, it's part part of the reason the government, you know, keep pushing to hold the Olympics. But <laughs> I don't know, like, if the people can kind of stay away from the government right now. I mean, people, I don't know, like, don't trust government right now in Japan. So if the government gives up and this cancel the Olympic, probably more people, you know, the government lose more people, I guess. So it means the Olympics must go on. Wait, so you're saying that most people that you know, and as we've read, 80% of people don't want the Olympics to happen. But Mm -hmm. if the Olympics don't happen, people will still be upset. Is that what you mean? Actually, yeah, because, for example, oh. like, uh, there are many big companies who sponsors Olympic, yes. right? So it's going to be unbeneficial for them. You know, cancellation is really unbeneficial for them, right? They're going to lose money. So that's why, anyways, they think we got to hold the games. It's really, like, not a great situation. Like, if no. you don't have the games... <laughs> then that sucks. And if you do have it, the whole country, there might be a gigantic, not only country, worldwide outbreak of coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, was there ever a... Because yeah, all these people, it. just that Cap, all these people now, not only do they get coronavirus in Japan, but they fly back to their own country at the end of it and give it all back to us. Yeah. Also, we are not even sure uh, if we can have audience or not. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Kaplan, go ahead. Sorry, I cut you off there. No, no, I, I, I was gonna say, was there ever a, there was never a moment like where they were gonna have the Olympics somewhere else, right? So like it had to be, it was your Tokyo or bust. So that's, I, there's a lot of, pre- you don't want to let the world down though either. Like if they didn't have it in, yeah. you know, all these, everyone, everyone, they would probably never get it back. You know, don't you think? Like I, the way IOC works, all the corruption, they would have. I just feel like you had it, you had to do it. As, as, as much as I'm against it. I think they had to do it now that I think about it. So. I think, I mean, it, it was the first Olympics in history to be postponed, I read. Yeah. So it was supposed mm-hmm. to happen in 2020. There has been one or two. Oh, Japan had one two? canceled. <laughs> yeah, Japan had one canceled yeah. in World War II. So this would be the second mm-hmm. cancellation. You don't want to go through that. Uh, so mm-hmm. the idea is postponed a year. And what's, so as you said, it's without fans. What are the rules now of the Olympics? There's no fans? I mean, uh, for example, pe- there's only people who can uh, who who lives in Japan can join the stadium, but uh, they're still discussing if they have an audience or not. But uh, right now, so far, uh, limited capacity, like uh, ten thousand members, okay. ten thousand audience. But um, in the opening ceremony, they will have uh, twenty thousand people. Uh, but the thing is that I don't know why, um, but IOC people and the VIP people don't get counted as a number. Oh, really? Not, so basically you can have 40,000 people. <laughs> so you can have 20,000 of the unwashed people. Of the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. elites don't count as people. The yeah. IOC <laughs> is the most corrupt institution in it, the world, is it not? worse than FIFA? I think, right? It's it's number one. <laughs> Every single Olympics, yeah. um, the IOC gets caught, like taking bribes. I mean, it even happened. It happened with us. Remember Mitt Romney? The reason why we know him is because mm-hmm. he came in to save the 
the Utah Olympics, like Utah yeah. paid billions of dollars to yeah. whoever in the IOC. And then <laughs> Mitt Romney came in and he saved it. But ultimately, Utah still got it. It wasn't like they didn't get the Olympics at the end. They just like so the bribe worked. And the same thing happened with Japan. Japan bribed somebody in like 2012 or some 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 government official bribed $200 million to the IOC. They yeah. got caught. But Japan still got the Olympics. Every time they get caught, they go, well, you caught us, but we're still doing it. We won't do it again. If you give us this Olympics, we won't do it for the next one. (laughs) So so like bribing works. I'm pretty sure Japanese people are mad at the IOC for sure right now. Because one of the IOC members said Tokyo Olympic would go ahead unless struck by Armageddon. Yes. Yes. Well, the IOC, and they're like the biggest criminals here because... (laughs) I could understand the Japanese government saying, hey, listen, we have to have this. We've not only have we put all this money, but there's pride. There's country, you know, pride of our nation. Um, mm-hmm. And there's we don't want, you know, we can't let we don't want China to be the first one to have it and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. And we've got to support our people and blah, blah, blah. But the IOC is literally just in it for money because they could easily just transfer it to, say, the United Excellent. States or some country that is over uh, is further along with vaccines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, true, true. So, also, that's why last year, uh, before we, I mean, before the Olympic got postponed, that was like a, like a battle. So which says, let's postpone first. So Japan didn't want to say that first because if we say that, we have to pay a lot of money. Ah, uh, yeah, like that's why we, like we're breaking up w- with someone. <laughs> exactly. We're waiting for IOC yeah. says that. So yeah. the IOC did the who said it first? IOC? IOC here. Yeah. I remember that last summer that it was a debate about they're gonna have it or not. And it was like it happened, we we were talking about it here on the podcast. Yeah. Like I guess the Olympics are next month. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and it really <laughs> went down. It would have been amazing if neither one said anything and they just had it with like four yeah. countries showing up. And then you got these swimmers who are training at four in the morning, like they have an Olympics and they could have been eating donuts for a year. So, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so what's the deal? Is everyone coming? Is every country coming? Actually? Yeah. Because they have, they're going to have a special visa that uh, they can, they can come to the country with their staff members. And, uh, but uh, Olympic village is also twisted. <laughs> okay. That's the I want to get, joke, yeah. I want to get to the Olympic village, but first we got to take a break. Kaplan, we are part of the world's smartest podcast network. That is Dr. Andrea Jones-Roy with the uh, Ask a Political Scientist podcast. Andrew Heaton, Professor Andrew Heaton with Ask, uh, what's his, Political Orphanage. There's too many politicals in all of these. And us with uh, Lost in America. Also, Andrew Heaton will be touring with me a bit around Oklahoma and Texas later this year. So you can come see both of us doing shows together. Very exciting. The way uh, worldsmartestpodcastnetwork.com. Check us out and, of course, get tickets to our show July 31st. Can we add, I, you know, we're always looking for new people to join the network, new smart people. And I saw another doctor has just come out of prison. So perhaps Dr. Bill Cosby wants to join the network. Let, well, listen, he's a comedian. He's a doctor. He fits the bill. He really fits the bill of what we're looking for. So we'll have to, uh, we'll have what to talk to What is he a people. doctor of? I don't know. A doctor of Jello? I don't know. <laughs> no, I think he got an honorary PhD from some university to let him speak, give a, that let him once give a graduation speech to. And, teach he, kids. and then he uses that as a doctor? Yeah, doctor of pulling up your pants. I don't know. He tells- <laughs> 
Doctor, yeah. I mean, what a uh, what a colossal blowhard! You you spoke at you gave one speech and they gave yeah. you an honorary doctorate at like Temple or, yeah. or Michigan. I mean, maybe or he got a degree. I don't and know. And then you use it for the rest yeah. of your life, uh, Kaplan. All right, now let's get to a word from your local sponsor. All right, we're back. We're back. <laughs> Thank you to all of our sponsors, Saku. Saku, excuse me. Um, all right, let's talk about the Olympic Village. I want to talk about the mm-hmm. rules. There's some crazy rules because they can't. So they have fans at the, these games, but it's limited. Are they going to do the cardboard cutouts like they do in America between the seats? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, I just read the article like uh, the bed for athlete, the bed flamer made by cardboard. Did you, did you read the news? Wait, the bed that they sleep yeah. in at night? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, made yeah. out of cardboard. What does that oh, have to so do with coronavirus? Get coronavirus. <laughs> get cut down on bed bugs, I guess. But no, it's <laughs> yeah, it's more like for SDGs, like sustainable. So <laughs> oh, it's sustainable. That's hilarious yeah. because so mm-hmm. many of these these uh, athletes, especially the American ones, are pro like big time environment people, so they can't complain. If you yeah. say like cardboard sustainable. Yeah, I, I, I don't, yeah, I guess wasn't so. Wasn't it going to injure them though? I mean, aren't they supposed to be taking care of their bodies? <laughs> they, like, in, I mean, can you imagine like Giannis Antetokounmpo sleeping at a cardboard? Well, he's not, he can't play <laughs> anymore. None of the now, top NBA guys are going to the Olympics, right? Because they don't want to have to quarantine and all that stuff. I mean, Booker but, is a lot. Some of them are. Yeah, yeah. The new top, the new top NBA players are going. Yeah. So they're sleeping on bed. Yeah. They're sleeping on cardboard. <laughs> Card- Do they know about the cardboard bed policy? I mean, the homeless guy <laughs> down the street from me sleeps on cardboard. He's fine. <laughs> Kevin Love could sleep on cardboard, but Devin Booker, no. Anyway. And then um, they have to be in they, – they cannot arrive. These athletes cannot arrive to Japan more than five days before the Olympics. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's why, you know, they had to do, walk out in their main country and should arrive to Japan, you know, really last minute. <laughs> five days. And, yeah, and is that even yeah. enough? I mean, frankly, I've had jet lag last for two weeks before. Mm, yeah, I don't even I know if so. these guys are going to be falling asleep while they're running down the track. That's why probably Asian Asian country has a lot of gold medal. Wait, that's a huge gambling point as a yes. gambler. Yeah. I knew Kevin's eyes would light yeah, up with that. Japan and yeah, all anyone in the same time zone. I have to look it up. Yes. And, and yeah. I'm going to bet on all of them. Taiwan. <laughs> Australia. Uh, Australia. Australia. Well, yeah, they're just going north. They're not going east-west. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like bet against the U.S., Canada, Canada, Mexico, the whole Can South you, America. Yeah. Oh my God. South America. It takes yeah. like two days to even get there. There's no direct flight. Exactly. Probably. It's like, yeah, I've flown yeah. from European Central America. Too. Yeah. I've flown from Central America to China. It took literally took me two days and I got sick on the plane. It was a disaster. The, the, the jet lag is forever. Can you imagine you train your whole life for the Olympics and then you get there and you're jet lag. You're about to have your big moment and you're, you're so jet lag. You could barely move. You're snoozing. <laughs> <laughs> what a nightmare. Trying to throw a shot put, just falling asleep. And yeah. then they have to leave two days after their event. So they're only allowed exactly. to stay. I mean, I guess if you're multiple events, but if you're in one event, it's a seven day turnaround. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Also, like I heard in the Olympic village, hug, high five, kiss, and sex are prohibited. <laughs> <laughs> hug, okay. Sex, high five. You're not allowed to high five anybody? Even no. In the village. They can't. They can't. Can, they can't high can, five. Even though they got a gold bump. medal, they can't. They can't. I think elbow would be good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, even if they get a gold medal, you're right. They can't. Like, there's no celebrating. What if, Like on the track no. or anything. 
This is the same rules as my kid's oh. soccer league. All of them. <laughs> what about yeah, what about like judo though? They throw each other on the ground. <laughs> yeah, that's you know what I mean. You know, that's more or boxing. Contagious. Is there going to be boxing? Yeah, yeah. Are no, they not no, allowed no to clinch? Yeah, they, no clean. They hug in boxing. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are Japan's? Yeah. Oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, one hundred sixty thousand condoms will be provided there. I read that. That's but nice. here's what I read. I, I did some deep researching into this. This is the one thing that mm-hmm. caught Turner's eye. This was very exciting <laughs> for me because I read that um, the condoms will be provided at the end of their trip, which makes no sense. So mm-hmm. when they're leaving Japan, the IOC or the Japan, Japanese government, whoever gives them a condom to take mm-hmm. back to their home country with the idea of being pr- to promote safe sex in your home country. Yeah, exactly. Also, like uh, I heard, you know, if you put it, uh, Japanese traditional painting pop up on the condom. So it's the, (laughs) if you put it, yeah, just like design. Yeah, it's really fancy condom, actually. But what's the point of putting a design on a condom? I mean, I I don't know how you're using your condoms. Oh, so, so you're not using it for sex then? You're using it for <laughs> I guess blow up balloons? Just veneer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what percentage of these condoms make it off the airplane on the flight home? <laughs> I've always been against them because I believe the Olympics should be like the ultimate dating site where it's like you get all of our best athletes in the world together. They yes. should be creating super babies, super athletes, yeah, yeah, yeah. the mixing of countries together. So well, that's going to happen now. That's going to yeah, happen because there's this is great. They provided them with condoms, but they're not giving them to them yeah, until the I very know. end. I'm I very happy what, with this. I think what happened, and I'm just connecting the dots here, but I think the government decided to give everyone condoms. And then people said, hey, we're trying to protect, protect ourselves from coronavirus. Why are you encouraging all these people to have sex? And they went, oh, good point. Let's, and then they came back and they came out of a meeting and they go, okay, new plan. We're giving Absolute them condoms education. at the end of the trip, which makes even less sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there are yeah, about 18 years from now, like Simone Biles and uh, I don't know, a shotgun put guy from the Ukraine are going to have this amazing kid. <laughs> and which country do we get? That's going to be yeah, They could do a shot put gymnast combo because oh. I don't think they're going to not have sex. What you're saying the, the condom doesn't make their decision. Getting the I don't condom. think so. <laughs> That's not I how mean, it works. Wake up. It's the 20s. As I say, <laughs> it's 2021. Yeah. And also, if you leave, you, you have to leave after two days. So you're not going to have a long romance. It's like, we got to have sex yeah. now. I'm I leaving say, in two it's days. It's even more reason for people to have sex. <laughs> I know. They're like, it's oh, great. I don't, even have I don't to see th- you. No consequences. <laughs> <laughs> and I own the word condom. I have an excuse. Oh, can you imagine the past? That was a disaster. They had to pretend to date for two weeks. <laughs> Walk around oh, the yeah. village. Hey, you want to go? Like in Beijing, you want to go to the Great Wall today? Then yeah. you got to go with his new girlfriend to the oh, Great yeah. Wall. Jackie Joyner Kersey and uh, Ben Johnson had to go to the no, <laughs> had to go oh, to the date, the re- pizza restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, let's go walk around the lake. Now you don't have to do any of that. You're in, you're out. No. It's yeah. like going to Wisconsin. No. It's the best Olympics for sure for the athlete. <laughs> <laughs> but what about no fans? So only Japanese fans. I mean, this is going to be, this is another reason to bet on Japan. They're going to have the home court advantage in everything. I guess so. Yeah. Because foreign so. fans are not allowed in, right? Like if Kaplan and I wanted to come and just watch, we can't go. Even though we're members of the media? It's <laughs> <laughs> a press pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I had so, only the NBC people flew to Japan, see, kind of secretly. 
Secretly, the NBC Bob Costas, yeah. whoever. Yeah. Well, what yeah, about yeah, the yeah. family members of the? Can the, are the family members of the athletes allowed at least? I don't think they're allowed because if yeah. we allow the family member to join, you know, many right. many people will be coming, and it's gonna, you know, the, we have to do PCL checkup every day. Then the thing is, the number of nurses really really small right now. I mean, we lack number of what? N- nurse, not nursing care people like our. Nurses. Oh, nursing care. Medical, people. medical staff, medical okay. people. Yeah. Not nurses. That's why we, no. ha- we have I to thought... hire people as a volunteer to check out. Yes. You know, COVID, I read PCL. this. Yeah. Uh, is it so while the country, and tell me if I'm wrong, but the country mm-hmm. is in a state of emergency right now, right? Mm-hmm. With coronavirus, but yet the government is taking 500 nurses out of hospitals to get yes. them to volunteer for the Olympics. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. That's the craziest thing, actually. Yeah. Why not get volunteer nurses from around the world? Like, yeah, why does the IOC handle this and they get people to. Yeah, they could get 500 American nurses to come in, and, or you could get 100 and you can get 100 from the UK or wherever else. Mm-hmm. And they get to go hang out now. Then they're who's that's a party not using condoms. Yeah. Well, they're all vaccinated, those people. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, that's, uh, that's a party. And they're then rather the paid rule, condom. Yeah. No, go yeah, ahead. Sorry. I, I said you know, the government rather paid condom than, you know, nurse. Right. Yes. So they'd rather that, put, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd rather buy pay for condoms than nurses. Mm-hmm. Um, and what about the rules at the actual games? I, I heard there's like, you're not allowed to cheer. Yeah. But actually, uh, even la- since last year, uh, professional baseball game has been, you know, uh, perf- played oh, you've had baseball in the stadium. Yeah. Uh, With no cheering? Baseball. Well, we can't. Usually in Japanese baseball game, we sing. We like a we we sing a chant like yes. for each players, but um, actually it's kind of prohibited. Just a I don't know how to say that megaphone. Oh, thunder uh, sticks. Stick. Yeah, sticks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've turned. They've ruined like the glorious songs, and they make them lame like NBA fans now, where like American fans. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, I mean, so thunder sticks are allowed, but no no chanting. What about no chanting, like? So, yeah. Are you allowed to stand and cheer? I, I read that you're only allowed to clap. Or thunderstick, jazz yeah. hands, <laughs> like woke people. But, can you snap? <laughs> <laughs> Probably we just stand. I don't know if we actually cannot stand or not. But uh, probably you know if the government or IOC said no, Japanese people follow the rule basically. Yeah. Do you know anyone going to the games? Like, are your family yeah, or actually? Friends? Some of my friends got our tickets, and right. yeah, that's the thing. Um, even if they got a ticket uh, for some some sports like basketball, like a you know a popular one, they will be determined by lottery if they can go or not. Because oh, they, yes. they already sold oh, more than ten thousand tickets. Oh. Wait, so they have year. a ticket, but they even if you have it. a ticket, there's still a lottery to see if you can use your ticket. Yeah. That's kind of because they oversold right last year. Oh my god, they, ha- oh. they haven't handled any of this well. <laughs> so. I see. No, no, no. That makes sense though, because last year the stadium set a hundred thousand people, and now yeah. only ten thousand are allowed in the big stadium. Yeah. So only, oh man, this is there's so yeah. many issues I haven't even I mean, thought of. It's so crazy to me because I'm thinking in my head we have fans at all of our stadiums in America, but I'm forgetting like when we had ten percent of the population vaccinated, 
we had like no fans or we had like some places would allow a few maybe, but yeah, this is mostly nothing. Yeah. Most, most places. That's yeah, the so. one yeah, thing yeah, we're yeah. kind of forgetting is yeah, it's US hard to go has, back. You know, we've moved, you're in Chicago. The U S has moved really fast getting mm -hmm. all these vaccines out. And you almost forget that the rest of the world is not on the same pace. They're not mm. moving at the same speed as we are. So does it seem like in the future, Japanese people are going to get vaccinated or is everyone giving up? They're just like, well, no one wants it. So hopefully end of this year uh, or next spring. I mean, you can't do anything if it's only 10% because I, I know Australia is having real trouble getting their people vaccinated too. Mm -hmm. So how many percent? About I don't many, know exactly, like but it's somewhere around that. It's 10, 20, mm -hmm. something like there. And so what's the plan? Just never, people never get vaccinated. We just see what happens. I mean, you know, Japanese people are willing to get vaccinated, you know, oh, okay. eventually. Yeah. But, you know, first, all the people, you know, elderly people and the two younger generation. And there's so many elderly people in Japan, right? Oh, yeah. You, and, you uh, have a famously elderly population. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, they do. <laughs> the statistics, they always talk. Yeah. yeah. You're they right. Older, the, and they they got register, basically. They got register. Uh, then uh, the government asked them to do it by internet, but they don't even know how to use computers. Uh, we had that problem. Yeah. So it took for so long, forever. You guys have boomers too? Mm, a lot of boomers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> boomers in Japan. But we don't say, <laughs> okay, boomer. No. We respect. <laughs> so, they respect their elders. Respect the yeah. boomers. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not saying, okay, boomer. You just made a lot of fans on uh, from our listeners. Our listeners love that. Yeah. What about the sumo wrestlers? Are they getting them vaccinated? Because they're they're high risk. Actually, that's the thing. Um, <laughs> actually, um, in Japan, uh, first victim of coronavirus, like a first person who died of coronavirus in twin in the twenties, was a small wrestler who got diabetes. Uh, really? So that's why small industry are really really afraid of getting COVID. I would imagine. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have their own rule. Each, each, I don't know, each, we call it house. Each small yeah. house has a... You mean their, their training, their training facility where they live, where they work? Yeah. Yeah. So what about they is... cannot even go to drinking. They'll go drinking and they cannot even Oh, that's go no date. good. How it's hard do they for them to maintain that? their weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are, is sumo yeah. in the Olympics? Because I think so. Good. Japan uh, and in Mongolia. <laughs> I know, but I've countries. heard that every no, but every time you host it, you don't you get to add a few of your local oh. sports. Yeah, they should add. It would be amazing to see just like fat white guys from Kansas try to <laughs> do sumo, and just yeah. Get but some white white sumo wrestler was so good, you know, before really, yeah, like Hawaiian and uh, uh, Georgia. Georgia is like a European country. Yeah, and the Bulgarian, <laughs> they were savage. Really? Is Bulgarian sumo wrestlers? Yeah, but one guy got bold, so they cannot even have a like a that that special hairstyle. They and they retired. Oh, really? Wait, they retired because they couldn't get the hair? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, so he went bald, which happens. Yeah. And then he was because of shame. He was had so much. I don't know. They cannot shame. have a. They cannot have a. Sh you know, special hairstyle, right? So You're talking specific like hair. the um. What what do we call that cap? Where it's like, it's the long mahogany. hair, but mahogany. it's yeah. Top. It's uh. It's like a mahogany. Like a bun. It's a tied, tied and shaved. Uh, the yeah, shaved on the sides shaved. like a bun on top. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, so I didn't know if you if you don't have a man bun, you can't if you can't grow one. If you lose all your hair, you have to retire. That's it. <laughs> Wow, that's <laughs> yeah that's shaming they're not okay. hipster anymore we'd have <laughs> kevin durant would be out of the nba <laughs> um what about uh what's it go how's comedy going for you i know i've looked you up so you i know you live in the u.s but you've toured africa you went to the edinburgh fringe festival yeah. all around europe where did you tour in africa uh you you uganda rwanda and kenya in 2017 wow. how yeah. was that Actually, I realized that their comedy scene is really, really big and that they know how to enjoy themselves. Really? Yeah. Their stand-up scene is more, more like a Def Jam comedy. So every single stage has a DJ or a drummer. Then when comedian says punchline, DJ goes to doom. Yeah. What, really? During your joke? Yeah. How does so, the DJ but, know when your joke's coming? Actually, we didn't even have a rehearsal. So when I deliver joke, DJ goes to doom. <laughs> what? Yeah. But what if you're that not like a one-liner comedian? What if, you know? I like... mean, yeah, DJ has to be busy. Can we get that? <laughs> Can we get a, a Japanese DJ for our live show to help no, me this out? Is a ja this is African, yeah. Kaplan. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> help me out either yeah, way. Yeah. yeah uh, because. I don't know. I don't think that would work in like American style comedy because people are telling long stories a lot of the times. Your story is mm -hmm. being broken up by a guy like DJing. <laughs> yeah, at least we have to do the rehearsal. Yeah. And yeah. what what's it? What about your act specifically? I'm very curious about this. When you're in Japan, are you doing it in Japanese or doing it in English? Yeah, actually, I did it in Japanese when I was in Japan. But, uh, you know, in front of expats, I did it in English. Okay. But, uh, for example, I... Uh, 2019, I performed in the biggest rock and roll festival in the world. Whoa! In in Japan, so like Bob Dylan, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Kendrick Lamar, Oasis. Then I opened up for The Cure, the British Oasis. band, for for <laughs> one hour. Wait, wait, you opened for The Cure? <laughs> yeah, for one hour. Wait, what year was this? In? Of, was it? In 2019. 2019. Yeah. Oh, 19. Oh, so you got nineteen back together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in front of forty thousand audience. Forty thousand. Yeah, that was the first time to do that in my life. But uh, wow, I don't know. That was also first time to get ignored by forty thousand people in my life. <laughs> they, they, they all want. Well, they want. They didn't want comedy. I can't think of a worse comedy audience that for than forty thousand people going to see The Cure. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not it. They're like well, Monday falls apart. <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, break my heart. They came to cry. They didn't come to laugh. <laughs> yeah, boys don't cry for sure. Yeah, yeah. Bob Dylan yeah. fans did too. Did you wear makeup? Did you look up? Look like uh, Robert they, Smith? They, they did it. They did it. Yeah, Robert Smith was you know Robert but Smith. But did you? Still. I would have no, you know, no, played no. the part. I got up as a me myself as a very first stand-up comedian in the festival. And you did it in English or Japanese? Yeah, uh, actually, that time uh, I did it in Japanese because I saw most of the audience were Japanese. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. And the so what type of joke do you open with when you're performing with The Cure? Do you do jokes about <laughs> The Cure? Oh, I don't, you don't want to roast those I, guys. I made some joke about other musician uh, who, who just got arrested because of cocaine. Oh, that's good. But, uh, you know. I still remember, like, everyone was like, <sighs> Oh, really? They were not interested? I completely bombed. Honestly, um, that was a uh, mountainside. So, outside the venue. So, it's mountainside. Oh, even so more no difficult. Internet connection, no internet service. 
But、uh, I saw a bunch of people somehow use the phone, swiping me left all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That was horrible. I saw a Japanese metal band one time when I、oh, was、wow. living in China. And Kaplan, you'll love this. This is the, this is how metal they were. It was the most metal thing I've ever seen. At the end of the set, their keyboard player smashed his keyboard. Whoa, that's yeah.、Hardcore. We only have guitars. People smash guitars in the U.S., but we don't take it、yeah. to the keyboard level. But it was amazing.、Wow. I was like, I think he's smashing his keyboard. He took it and was just hammering it. <laughs> it's weird to see a keyboard in a metal band, but <laughs> onto the stage until it flew apart. It broke into a million pieces. I was like, that's that's the best band I've ever seen. The music I didn't care for, but the <laughs> smashing <laughs> stagemanship. Yeah, yeah, it was very impressive. Uh, wow, forty thousand people, and yeah. So I yeah I would have done maybe a, a cure joke or no maybe you make fun of the Smiths you go the other way you take on one of the rivals you、yeah. know yeah 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 so、just、what version make... of Oasis was this that you saw was it it must have been just Liam Gallagher one、I、of think, the brothers、right? probably right <laughs> yeah 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 that's great so and so what about in America is your act different than it is in Japan completely different actually、um, yeah. Yeah, because my job in America is, I don't know, tell my perspective and、uh, based on you know、uh, my my life as a I call myself Lemon actually because there's some Asian American comics which is really great and they're called Banana somehow you know what I mean like a oh、yeah. yellow on the outside white on the inside I don't think it's a good word but I don't think I'm a banana I'm more like Lemon. Because both outside and inside of me is yellow, right? Yeah, and a little yeah, sour. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. So I can be sour for American people based on my joke, and、uh, you know, I'm a little bit Americanized. Like I have some white part inside too. Yes. Oh, like the seeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my job. And what about audience-wise? Do you find? Like Japanese audience, are they now accustomed to stand-up comedy? Do they react the same、yeah. way an American audience would have been watching it? They're, they're so passive compared to American people. So that also like no one knows stand-up comedy in Japan. So that's why my job is to build up stand-up comedy culture from scratch. That's the reason why I wrote the book, and、uh, you know, I keep performing even though I get, I I even though I bomb. Well, you're still performing for forty thousand、ah, people. You must be good just to even get asked to do that.、Um, do you know how to handle those Japanese businessmen when they get out of hand? The audience. Oh yeah, yeah do you get hecklers? <laughs> <laughs> people heckle.、Uh, actually, no, no. That, that's why I got surprised. You know, when I got up on stage in in Chicago last year, and one of the、oh, audience、yeah. members yelled at me like, "Hey, Corona" or something like that. When they、oh. said, "Hey, Corona" to you. Yes,、yeah. because you're Japanese. Because you're Japanese, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Make... Yeah, because he thought you were Chinese.、Yeah. I mean, whatever, like Asian. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me.、Yeah. Can I tell you that last year?、Uh, so I lived in China for a long time, and I mentioned it on stage. I was like, "Oh, I lived in China for a long time," and somebody goes, "Ooh, coronavirus." Yeah, it was like last March, last February maybe, and I was just like, "Can we stop for a second?" And everyone realized how racist that is that this person just said. Um, that、yeah. was bizarre when that was happening. Yeah. So they said that to you. Some guy just pointed, stood up and pointed at you and said coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, he he just said, "Hey, Corona," but that guy was drinking Heineken at that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's why I I called the waiter and I said, please bring five Corona beer for that racist. Yeah, <laughs> and who pays? Yeah, Mexico, something like that. So I get it. Yeah, <laughs> you're what you're doing in the U.S. is telling people about Japanese Japanese culture. That your jokes are about being Japanese, but in Japan, mm-hmm. they don't care. They're all Japanese, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have to switch so the act. It's more like observational humor and uh, based on our daily lives. And then and, what's uh, your favorite audiences, American, Japanese, or from your African tour? Well, African audience was super, super energetic, so I cannot forget about them. I would love to go. Yeah, that was a really nice moment. Um, yeah, but I still like American audience here because, like you said, I get, you know, even I can go back to the stage every single night right now. And in Chicago, show business has been back for sure. And uh, ticket sells out really quickly. So I have missed it so much. Yeah. And you moved to America. Did you move here for comedy? Mm-hmm. To, yeah. To do comedy. How did you pick Chicago? Yeah. Um, actually, uh, I traveled. I performed in New York and West Coast too. Then I somehow, I just fell in love with Chicago. Because Chicago's comedy scene reminds me of Osaka. Osaka is also comedy capital in Japan. Then uh, I did a second city. Uh, yeah, did a second city. Oh, really? The improv. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then I, I was in a fellowship too, and uh, I, I started performing in Laugh Factory. Yeah. So that's the reason why I started doing. That's great, here. man. Well, where should people uh, check you out? Where uh, your website or what's the best place? Yeah, uh, sakuyanagawa.com or like a, my Instagram, sakuyanagawa. Yes. Awesome. And, and when bo- will you be performing again in Japan? Do you know? Actually, um, I'm not sure if I can go back to this year's Fuji Rock Festival, but uh, I'm pretty sure oh. next year. Yeah. Oh, you're going to go back and do it with The Cure again? Yeah, he's getting yeah. so much fun. The Cure it's is waiting Noel for Gallagher. me. nice all right japan gonna be opened up because my kid really wants me to take him to super mario world and you know gotta get that place open (laughs) 2022 maybe once once pfizer uh, fulfills that vaccine order (laughs) all right yeah get vaccinated people that's it (laughs) all right cap that's it uh what should we do we should get lost get lost At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.